on the block on demand. Without Jerry McNamara, we wouldn't have won 10 f- games this year. Okay? Not 10. Two seconds and one. It's 10 wins in a row for the Crunch. It's the biggest upset in the Carrier Dome in more than 30 years as the Orange hold off the defending national champions. They beat Clemson. The Bills make me want to shout. McCoy in the backfield takes the handoff, runs up the middle, breaks a tackle. He's inside the 10, cuts to the left, into the end zone. Buffalo wins. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Somebody in Vegas told them they were going to win by 20. They're looking at the positive side of things once in a while instead of the negative all the time. This is On the Block. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome. Usually, but not today, the playoff baseball on in Utica, but uh, always good to remind you that you can hear us usually on ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome. You can listen anywhere when that's the case and you still want to get your Axeman fix. So the ESPN app is a great way to do that. You put the app on your phone, you find the listen tab, you switch over to ESPN Syracuse or Utica Rome, whatever the case may be, that's got this program on, and off you go into the world doing what you're doing, and we will go with you. We like to go places, take us places, let us see the world a little bit, instead of Pauly Sibilia all the time, for crying out loud. 437-7644 is the phone number, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The text line is 288-0644. Uh, we're clear this hour, and uh, would really like your feedback today. Given the news that was made official yesterday, big press conference with Fred Wilpon and Governor Cuomo and Joni Mahoney and local dignitaries, and that now, tragically, in a way, the local AAA baseball team that resides over on the north side is called the Syracuse Mets. We will discuss. I've got plenty of thoughts on that. That have been festering. Getting it out on Twitter was not enough. I need to hash it out with the blockheads on the air today. So let's do that. Phone number, email. Email. We don't use email anymore. The phone number, Twitter, and text. All great ways to get in touch to get your thoughts in on that. Julian Wiggum will join us next hour right here in studio. Syracuse football out of the bye week. What they worked on. What the priorities were. We certainly know shoring up the run defense was something that needed to be done. Dino's approach to be hard on the team and all the insight that Julian gives us as we look ahead to North Carolina in the second half of the season. Let's get at it. We usually do top five Tuesday, but since I was not here yesterday, we'll do some top fives. The distinct advantage that Syracuse basketball has this year and hot takes as usual. But uh, as mentioned, I've got plenty to say on the Syracuse Mets. So let's dive into that. Let's start with a positive. The positive is that the Mets and Onondaga County are close to a deal. The lawyers are, you know, going through with the fine-tooth combs that they have, dotting I's and crossing T's, and putting the final touches on a deal 
that they say will keep triple A baseball here. And that is key to be specific. It is in the deal. Now, I'd like to read this deal because at a press conference, it's all going to be happy-go-lucky. And it's all going to be the things that people want to hear. There's no out clauses. Baseball will be here till 2043. That's what press conferences are for. But you know what? The devil's in the details. So if and when that document is available, I want a copy of it, and I want to go through it with a fine-tooth comb. Because you cannot tell me. And if this is the case, then you know what? God bless you. You probably made a bad deal. But you cannot tell me there's no out clause in that deal. Because there is. You cannot convince me the New York Mets have signed on to be the you know major league affiliate of this team through 2043, and there's no way out of it. Now, there's certainly money they'd have to pay. I'm not saying there's no penalty-free clause in there or anything. No matter what, it's going to cost them to get out of that contract. But don't tell me there's no out clause, because there's an out clause in every deal. So I want to go through that myself and see it. But if, in fact, as Bill Fisher noted, Onondaga County Deputy County Executive, that, you know, they have to provide AAA baseball. There's heavy financial considerations if they don't. Fred Wilpon was up there discussing the commitment, discussing that pipeline that's there from Binghamton to Syracuse, which, again, I'm starting with positives here. I know I veered off that track a minute here. That's a good thing. If, in fact, that holds, right, that they have made that commitment that they want to be here, they asked for some renovations to be done, and the county and the state, hence the governor, standing there yesterday in his Mets coat, have provided that commitment. So combine that with the news we got last week about the commitment at the Onondaga County War Memorial for the Crunch and a new commitment to have AAA baseball at NBT Bank Stadium. These are good things because through it all, at the end of the day, and I have said this repeatedly on this show, and I will say it again, is this. I want these things as options in this town. They need to be run right. They need to be done correctly. They need to be done in a way that you, the consumer, has a good choice there, as we'll discuss. But I want those options because when things start leaving, a lot of times they don't come back. So the fact that we do still have AAA baseball, albeit under different circumstances, but still have it, this is a good thing. The fact that the Syracuse Cruncher in year 25 – signed a long-term extension at the War Memorial, got the needed renovations there that they got, signed a 10-year extension with this company, full disclosure, Galaxy Communications, to be the radio communications partner and events partner and all the things that we do at the Crunch. I mean, that's unprecedented. I have been doing this as long as I can remember and have never seen any radio company make a deal with any professional sports team for a decade. That just goes to show you the trust that's there, the business relationship that's there, and the commitment that is there to all sorts of things that I can list. These are good things. I'm happy about that. I really am. I am happy that that was part of the announcement yesterday. So let's lay the positives out there. Here's another positive. If you are a New York Mets fan, you're feeling great today. There are Mets fans in this town. We carry the Mets on this radio station. It is nowhere near what the Yankees represent in central New York. I don't even think you're a firm number two. I think you're behind the Red Sox. I think there are more Red Sox fans in this town than there are Mets fans. And if you want to flip that number, it's close. It's like paper thin 
It's like more 2A and 2 versus 2 and 3. The Mets do not have a firm number two hold as the second most popular baseball team in this town. They just don't. And that's not your fault. That's nothing against them or their fans. It's just the Red Sox have won three World Series since 2004. They have a regional hold. There's a lot of people that watch Red Sox games when they were a kid. You know, what was it, WSBK, one of the super stations coming in here. The Red Sox are just a better brand. They always have been. They're more an interesting story. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Red Sox fan. It's true. But there are a considerable number of Met fans in this town that are happy today because they're AAA teams right outside their door now. That's a good thing. Now, if you're a Mets fan, you want to watch your team. So we're going to have to kind of work that out. But you're more motivated to go see prospects, to go see, you know, who give me some names, right? I mean, everybody wants to talk about Tebow, but we all know that's going to be a flash in the pan when it happens, and I think it's going to. That's a whole different topic for a different time, maybe even in this show, but I don't want to get hung up in T-Bow mania because, you know, it's like Strasburg or Harper or any of those things, you know. You better savor the flavor when it happens because it's going to be quick. So that is cool. I would love if, as a Red Sox fan, my AAA team was a 10-minute drive away, a 20-minute drive away, you know, wherever you live here in central New York. So they're happy, and they should be. And that will, I think, lead to a bump. That will lead to a bump in baseball fans going to baseball games. Because when it's the Washington Nationals, as good as some of their prospects were, as consistent as some of their prospects were, there were winning teams here that went to the playoffs, which has been rare. But that has nothing to do with what makes a successful minor league operation in Syracuse, New York, which leads me to something that I don't understand, that I have been consistent on, that I warned anybody that wanted to listen about, and they went and did it anyway. Why would you willingly put yourself in a box and call yourself the Syracuse Mets? I think that is a mistake. I think that's a big mistake. Now, it's their team, and they can call it what they want. But I have been annoyed by this theme that I've sensed, like, well, they save baseball here. Look, they're going to be here till 2043, and they're they're signing a new lease. That doesn't mean you get to just do what you want to do, and we have to accept that. We have to go consume your product and be fans of it. The Mets are literally short for Metropolitans, a New York thing, an urban thing. A city thing, not that Syracuse isn't a city in, 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 its, in itself, and there's a lot of elements there certainly we can discuss, but it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with this town. At the very least, say all you want about the Chiefs, and I'm not one that stood in the way of a name change. Maybe it was time to exercise some demons and truly turn a page. I had nothing against that. I have no loyalty to the Chiefs' name. I mean, it just goes to show you, The more you change your name, the more people get confused. There are still people to this day that say, hey, you want to go to the Sky Chiefs game tonight? So changing your name can be, you know, there's a counter argument to that, right? But why would you willingly put yourself in a box and call yourself the Mets when the essence, the heart of minor league sports is what? It's creativity. 
It's appealing locally. It's knowing that some of the best baseball players in professional sports will come through this town either on the team that you root for or the team that they're playing. But that's not enough anymore. You can't simply throw a name on a team, and once upon a time, as many of you know, this was a Yankees town in terms of the affiliation. You know, in the 1960s and 70s, that was good enough. The future Yankees are coming through. Oh, hey, great. It's not enough anymore. It's just not. So I'm wondering why, and I'm curious how they will get around the fact that there are Yankee fans in this town, that there are Red Sox fans in this town, that are whatever you root for, not name the Mets, that will not buy anything that's got a Mets logo on it. Now, they can get really creative with orange and blue S hats, orange and blue jerseys that merely say Syracuse on them. You got the built-in orange and blue base here, so they can get creative and get around that thing, but at the end of the day, it's in the name. You are the Syracuse Mets. So I think you are cutting yourself off to the opportunities that we've already seen and has already been proven. It's not one, it's not a theory of mine. I've seen it. You've seen it, and you all know what I'm talking about. The salt potatoes thing. One of the more successful minor league promotions that have ever been done in this town in any sport. And you know what? I'm not even married to that name. I've had a lot of people joke and be like, man, you really love that salt potatoes thing. And I said, no, what I love is the idea of it, that people embraced not only the quirkiness of it, but they embraced that it's ours, The name represented something that was truly central New York. It was about the salt potatoes, which in turn was about what? Syracuse, central New York, our team. People that were revitalized to go to a game, to buy it. How many people that you know when that happens? I got to get one of those shirts. That is minor league baseball. That is minor league sports. It is not only creativity, it's identity. Now, tell me how the Mets represent that. Other than, hey, they're the major league team four hours away from here that happen to have maybe a lot of fans around here. Well, that's great, but that's not what you do in 2018. And the fact that I can drive an hour south and see what the Binghamton Rumble Ponies do, but most of the other organizations that the Mets have, Take on the Mets moniker, which, again, it's their name. They can do what they want with it. It's their team. And if Fred Wilpon's going to stand up there yesterday, and he did, and say it was Mets all the way, I just don't understand why you wouldn't at least listen to other possibilities when it's been proven to work here. It's not a, hey, you should think about this because other markets have done it. It worked here. Why would you willingly shut yourself off from other fan bases, from other people that would, you know, not only buy merchandise. This is not just about merchandise sales. It's identifying with the team. That's half the battle. If you're a Met fan, great. You'll identify with it. You'll watch the prospects. You will follow them through. You'll be very excited about it. But if you're not, tell me why I should care. Tell me why I should go to more games. Tell me why I should be a part of this. That's when minor league baseball and promotions and all those same conversations we've had come into play. 
but you have put a limit on it. It's like a boot that's sitting on your tire, and now you got to drive away with a boot on your car. Why would you willingly limit yourself when you have proven, wait, we hit something here. We hit a nerve. People loved it. Not only because it was creative and fun, it created an identity. That is what minor league sports do because the Mets aren't enough. They're not. I'm sorry, they're just not. But they saved baseball. They bought the team. They're, they're going to fix the stadium. Those are all great things. And I commend them for that, and I commend them for their commitment here. But let's remember something. Not only is the devil in the details, they did all this not out of a, a sense of let's go in and save AAA baseball in Syracuse. They did it because it's a great deal for them. And it's probably better to have your prospects a few hours north in Syracuse than in Vegas, right? Geography was a big part of this. Were there other places they could have gone? Yes, they came here. They committed here. And great people at high levels, some names that I mentioned and some that I did not, worked their tail off to ensure that that happened. And let me stress, that's a great thing. But I think you have started off on the wrong foot in naming the team the Mets. Which, by the way, all those things that I mentioned, it's also this. It's lazy. It's just lazy. Buy a team, boop, 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 sign here. Yep, we're just going to name you what we're named. Even though it makes absolutely no sense to do, other than the, the identity of and the association of the Major League team. And if you think that's good enough, then you know what? I guess we'll see if that's good enough. So the good news is, despite what we have seen the past few years, that AAA baseball was in danger here, and a longtime community baseball brand had to sell itself to save baseball here. I mean, there were generations of people that knew this as a community-owned team. That changed. Now you got a team that's more in control. Now the team has come in and made a commitment well beyond 2025, at least, again, in theory, what the lease says, what the details are. I'd like to see that document before I'm, you know, going out buying my Mets jersey. But what happened yesterday, in many ways, was good. But naming yourself the Mets, I, I, I maybe that, if you're going to be here until 2043, you've got a lot of time to fix that mistake. A lot of time to fix that mistake. 437-7644, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The text line is 2880644. Would love your feedback on this. We'll discuss it more coming up because one thing I didn't hit on, and I know this is radio, but this is very easy for you to look up. My God, that logo. Yikes. So we'll discuss that coming up. Hot takes on the way. Julian Wiggum in studio. We'll talk some SU hoops today. we got a lot to do. Hang in there. You're on the block. ESPN Radio. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Taking you to funky town every day. That's what we do on this show. It's presented by Fusillo Automotive. Hope you're getting over that hump, baby. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We'll do some hot takes coming up. Julian Wiggum in studio, as he is every Wednesday. I always look forward to some good meaty football talk. Uh, Julian got a kick out of something. that uh, I've got a, a video up on Syracuse.com today. I went over to uh, Basketball Media Day. And, uh, you know, listen, we're going to be talking basketball for the next six months. So I did not have any basketball questions in mind. And talking to both the men's and the women's basketball team, I wanted to know other things. 
Like, why is Fortnite so popular? And what do you do when you have those rare bits of free time? And the other big thing is, I'm like, well, I have a 12-year-old, and I can kind of see her slipping away from me in the sense of, you know, and it's, this happens to every parent at this age, but friends are cooler in school and other things. Like, dad's not cool anymore, and I'm, like, not handling that well. So I wanted to know some things like, what are college kids saying that will make me sound hip? So I learned about, I kind of knew about lit. I kind of knew about facts, but I did not know about drip. So if you want to know what all that is, especially drip, because it's funny, uh, that video is up at Syracuse.com now. So shameless plug for that. But, yeah, I mean, we're going to have plenty of time to talk hoops. So I was telling Julian about this last night. I, I gave Julian uh, a ride home from our Orange Nation taping last night, and Let's just say he really uh, he got a kick out of uh, Grandpa trying to be hip. Because I got the drip, yo. I'm dripping. Or something like that. Anyway, so Julian will be in to make fun of me more uh, top of the hour. Uh, a little bit more on this Mets thing. I know this is radio, but it's not hard to find. You can certainly look it up now if you haven't seen it. So you come out and, okay, first of all, did anybody see what happened? And a lot of you didn't. I have to explain this on the radio because, as I like to reiterate consistently on this show, Twitter is great, social media is great, but more of you are not on Twitter than are on Twitter. So a lot of you probably don't even know that this happened yesterday. So I saw a note on Twitter that they're having a press conference. I said, okay, boom, there's the name change. So instinctively, I go to the Syracuse Chiefs Twitter feed. And there it is right there. Now, the press conference was scheduled for 3 o'clock. This was about, I want to say, 11-ish. There it is right there. Syracuse Mets. So my first instinct is to take a screenshot. Because have I not seen that? Did I miss that? Have they just been kind of going with that? Because my thought was, all right, now that the Nationals are officially out of the picture, did they change that Twitter handle, just for like something fun and creative, like, hey, we're officially with the Mets now. So I took a screenshot of that, and I threw it out there on Twitter, and I was like, well, you know, I might have missed this, but there is a press conference today, and they changed their Twitter handle. Two minutes after I tweet that, it goes back. Like somebody found that and said, oh, boy, that got out a little early. So then speculation was growing that it was going to be the Mets. Lo and behold, it's the Mets. Okay. As a part of this, in the branding change and everything going on, they revealed the logo. Now listen, everybody's a critic, right? And people tend to react to change negatively. And I tried to be objective about this. I tried to look at things fairly, even though I have strong opinions about branding this team the Mets. I said, okay, let's give them a shot here. But I'm sorry, that logo... Looks like you handed a 10-year-old Photoshop and said, we need this in an hour. You're telling me, like, perfect people worked on this that I would assume some of which work at a major league level, and that's what you come up with? It's New York State. It's a giant Syracuse in one font, and it's the Mets logo, the actual Mets script that you're used to. I mean, I know nothing about this stuff, and I looked at that for 10 seconds, and I said, is that the real logo? Or is this like, you know, what the Flyers are doing with that, that mascot, right? It's like, when, is the, when are they going to, like, reveal this is, a, this is all a joke? It's like, no, it's not a joke. It's like, this is the thing. And it's just become like this, you just kind of go with it. 
That logo is awful. It's awful. I'm sorry. Now, there's other things that I think they can play well. I brought up the orange and blue thing. And some of the, the, the swag that they put out I, th- I thought was actually nice. And if you're a Mets fan, I think you'll dig that and you'll get into that appreciation. And I know uh, I don't think he would mind me shouting him out because he put this out on Twitter. But our, our friend Mike Borkowski, who I also recently did a video on on Syracuse.com, if you could check that out. But you know Mike. He's the guy that does a lot of the Syracuse basketball art and posters and you know, you know Mike. If you don't know the name, you've definitely seen some of his artwork and some of his drawings of Otto and all sorts of Syracuse sports things. He's also a huge Mets fan. And I saw him buy one of the new Syracuse Mets hats. And I said, that's sharp. Now, honestly, you can probably wear one of your SU hats to the game and <laughs> no one would know the difference. It's an orange and blue hat with an S on it, right? So at least they kind of have that association there. But that logo is... I, I mean, really? Like, how many people had to approve that? And I'm thinking, like, what kind of insight did you have? Or was this logo presented to you and you said, that's the logo? Did one person in that room say, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's one thing if, like, you know something's great and everybody in the room's like, that is so cool. Like, I can't even. Like, even the most skeptical person in the room. You always need that guy or gal, for that matter, in the room that gives you that differing opinion because there's a lot of people that are just yes men and they won't speak up. Like, if you can get that person in the room to agree, you know you've hit something. You're telling me not one person in the chain of emails that went on, said, guys, this logo isn't good, and here's why it's not good. Like, did you send that to, there are experts on this. There are plenty of experts on this that were chiming in on it on social media yesterday that actually work in logo design and said, what is that? So I think you dropped the ball on that. And again, social media tends to be a little too negative and a little too sarcastic at times. And I get that, and people fall in that trap. But I don't think it was that case with the logo. I th- yeah. And then there's something else that Jeff Wilpon said yesterday, which, listen, if you're down with this because it's save baseball here, then that's fine. But I'm not one of these people. I'm here to ask questions. I'm here to say, all right, that's great that baseball is here. But what kind of baseball are we talking about? What kind of organization is running it? What kind of marketing and promotions? And why, if I'm not a Mets fan, would I want to come to this? I mean, I've got questions here, as many people, I think, out there do as well. It's not just, you know, you've been spoon-fed the news that baseball's been saved. Hallelujah. Now, look here, and we'll erase your memory and any questions you have about this. Okay? I don't work that way. Even every Met fan listening to me right now, like ask yourself an honest question. Is that organization a well-oiled machine? Like really ask yourself that question. There are things that they do well. There are things they should be complimented for. I mean, they were just in the World Series a few years ago. But really ask yourself if that is a well-oiled machine. How many times have I made the joke on the show that I don't know how you get out of bed in the morning if you're a Mets fan sometimes? But, look, there's two New York teams. The other one, obviously, is, is set in the minor league department. And if you got a shot at the other one, you got to try and make it work, especially if they want to be here and they want to invest here. And 
they got what they wanted, and you've got willing participants. You've got state money coming into it. I mean, no matter what I say, there's a lot of gears that are churning here that represent progress and represent good things. But for Fred Wilpon to say this yesterday, quote, I think we really wanted to brand it with our logo and bring the Mets to Syracuse. We really didn't consider any others. This was the right move for us from an overall standpoint for the franchise. And what he was discussing there was the name and the logo and the brand. For Fred Wilpon to essentially confirm in PR speak, it's my team and I'll do what I want, is his right. But if I'm a fan, I am a consumer in this market, and I hear that, I'm like, you didn't even think about it? If I'm outside of the Mets box, what do I think of that? And they also went on to discuss how they're they're trying to kind of brand that they want to expand their appeal in New York State, hence the New York State backdrop and the logo. And I'm thinking to myself, well, see, somebody tried that here. Remember New York's college team and that whole thing? And, you know, to an extent, it worked in some ways, but in others, a lot of people consider it a giant waste of money. I mean, when Derek Jeter, sorry to use a Yankees reference here for all you Met fans out there, but when Derek Jeter ran on the field for his last inning of baseball, there are a number of photos out there that one of the ads in that shot is Syracuse, New York's college team. So it worked in that sense, but that whole thing, a lot of people just considered a giant waste of money. So if the Mets are going down that road, too, and they're saying we want to be more of a New York brand, not just New York City, hey, that's actually a good thing because you can say, well, we've got a team in Binghamton. We've got a team in Syracuse. The Yankees, yes, have some teams in New York State, but their main AAA affiliate is in Pennsylvania, in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. So, yeah, the Mets have that to their advantage, but for Fred Wilpon to just stand up there and be like, nope, didn't even think about it, going to be Mets all the way, that's a red flag to me. And, again, it's his team. He can do what he wants, but you, you are coming into a market. Do you at least listen? Do you at least do market research? Do you at least – you had a year to see how this worked while the Nationals were kind of working out their last year of the deal and you were working on yours. Like, didn't you see kind of how this market is, what people were passionate about, how well the salt potatoes thing worked? And, again, I'm not even hung up on that name, but I am hung up on – what kind of local identity are you putting into this? Now, let's break on that note. We can certainly can, can continue, pardon me, to discuss that. We've got some hot takes coming up as well. If you're on hold, don't lose your spot. You're on the block, ESPN Radio. Back after this. Thank you. Bye-bye.